0: Hey everyone, this is Peter from Future Break. I wanted to quick, this quick message here at the beginning of this episode, just to let you know that Serge and I are working on researching a topic a little bit more um, before we come out with it. And because of that, we did not feel ready to, I guess, release it this week, (laughs) talk about it this week. So instead, what we're going to be doing is we're going to be playing for you one of our favorite episodes, at the very minimum pretty much one of my favorites for sure of episode number 8 the CRISPR podcast episode this has been by far one of our most popular episodes when we first started out um but if you are new um this is it's probably you may have not heard this episode and and this is one of those episode that episodes that really highlights potentially the the excitement and also the challenge within of moral issues when it comes to future medical technology. So, anyways, without further ado, I just want to give you this quick heads up. Like I said, we'll be back here in 2 weeks with a new episode here for you and go ahead and listen to this episode that we absolutely love. Cheers. <music> everybody, and welcome to the Future-Based Podcast. My name is Peter. And my name is Serge. And we're your hosts, and this is the podcast where we discuss emerging technology, human behavior, and what this means for the future. Thank you for taking your time today to listen in today, everybody. Yeah, thank you very much. It has been this episode eight now. Yep. We kind of are over the podcasting hump, so they say. <laughs> and... Once again, thanks everybody for listening in. This is just an awesome journey. And the fact that you're taking time of your day to listen in is really greatly appreciated. Especially you long-time listeners and for your first-time listeners, uh, stick around. Agreed. This is an episode where it is going to be different, at least the format of everything. Yes. And to start off with... to kind of prep things for today's talk, I'm going to start with a story or a little bit of background information uh, that hopefully can challenge you in a way. So, Serge, yeah, my father was born in 1950 with something called spina bifida. Are you familiar with that at all? I'm not, no. Okay, so spina bifida is the situation where... I mean it's different on some people on on people but basically you're born with a sac on your back that contains nerves and kind of some oh, wow. neural f- fluid. Wow. Because the spine isn't quite right. It's like a it's mm-hmm. connected to the spine. Um my father had that in 1950. And I keep thinking back. I can't imagine. I mean knowing what knowing how blessed we are today with
1: right medical <laughs> technology right what yeah. that would
0: have been like back then. And and that has affected who he is completely. He spent most of his childhood, not say most of his childhood, but he spent a lot of his childhood going to places to to get a checked out, and to get it checked yeah. out, surgeries. His foot size is about the size of my wife's.
1: Oh, wow, okay.
0: so um, that that affected, I think, kind of the growth of his legs a little bit, and so they told him by age, they told his parents by age 21, your son's not going to be walking. Now I'm very grateful to say that at age 17 when I first really understood that Spina bifida could do that, mm-hmm. I was shocked because my dad had always been walking. Hmm. He never ran. I never ever saw him run, and so right. this day never have. But he's still walking today. But I say that because think about your your family, think about your friends. Is there some sort of genetic condition or Is there a level of, I would say, something, I don't know, something genetically caused potentially where either, I mean, I guess let's get it real, like something like potentially like um, a Down syndrome or a spina bifida, which is somewhat genetic, uh, or even just the common breast cancer that seems to run in family. That's Mm -hmm. something you you get asked for. What's your medical history? The question I would have even for my dad is, if you could go back in time to 1950 and you had the ability to change that, would you do that? Right. (laughs) And think about some of your friends and family. If you had the ability to go back in time and change, especially some of these lifelong conditions go back and change it. Would they do that? I mean, my dad is kind of a stubborn man and I'm kind of mm-hmm. thinking to myself that's partly because of what he grew up with. He had to figure things out on his own. Yeah, and tough it out. Tough it out, right? Yep. Uh, and I think that's kind of helped him actually. So to change that in a sense is almost changing who that person is to a certain extent. I agree with that. Right? Yeah. That I think sense? people
1: will use the the disability or the, the genetic, you know, um, I guess thing that they're suffering with and it it really builds on their character. It really builds on who they really are. Right. And so, yeah, it's I totally, a big part I totally agree who with who They that. are right. Yep. Um, so,
0: but the question is, is everybody, if you go back in time and you could change it, would you do that? Or what if you could now moving forward, even today, um, imagine a way that somebody who's maybe had this condition all their life, you can go in and actually start to manipulate and change that or imagine a way to cure aids it's exciting to think about right and then at the same time what we're talking about as far as like genetic ma- manipulation almost a customization of things um there's also the side of this of where imagine the sense if this is one thing I think that Hitler really wanted to do back in that World War II, to create kind of this Aryan Aryan yeah. race, right? Yep. Make that a predisposition
1: almost. Yeah, where everyone looks the same, really, As, and right, they got the same traits and hair color and eye color and all that. Yeah, right, absolutely. So, well,
0: everyone, that science or that development is is kind of here. Yeah. Yes. And uh, maybe it's just been hiding underneath the surface of things, I think, a little bit. Uh, probably because it's a little confusing. But we're here today to talk about something called CRISPR. And what maybe this is currently in the past and maybe what it means for the future here. Yeah. So, Serge, what is CRISPR?
1: Well, before I even go there, Peter, as I started looking and researching into this, it's like it's a rabbit hole, man. Boy, <laughs> I'm just like, whoa! You know, everything that I've been reading about it, all the all the breakthroughs and stuff is happening so rapidly that it's it's in a way it's hard to get to catch up and to keep up with all the things that we're seeing. So, um, I decided to go back a little bit and kind of get some background and set, or set the context a little bit about what CRISPR is. And if you go back to episode seven, that was actually my future breakdown um, in that episode where we talked about AI plus CRISPR. So I think we're going to be able to dig in a little bit deeper That's here. That's true. Yeah. yeah. Yep. So CRISPR, it's a, it's an acronym and it uh, it's, stands for Clustered Regularly Interspersed Short Palindromic Repeats. So again, thank, thankfully it's called clistered. CRISPR, rather than, rather than that, and I found a really good article or place, I guess, where I could find some a good definition of how this whole technology works, and really, let's unpack that a little bit, right, and kind of go into then applications, because that's really the, that's really where we're going to see some some challenges, I think, and we're going to see some interesting developments as well.
0: Yeah. Well, this is a cross section of technology and science. Yeah. Just yeah, anyways.
1: Yeah, so CRISPR um the technical is it's a cris it's called CRISPR Cas9 Cas CAS9 and really it's a genome editing tool that um is faster, cheaper and even more accurate than any previous uh DNA editing techniques that we've used in the past. So think about like you know, changing or editing, um, food, you know, human, uh, the food, like, you know, making a potato taste sweeter or, you know, all kinds of, all kinds of the different things that we've done to, to food. Um, so CRISPR is, is that technology that, that lets you do that. And basically how it, how it works is there's two molecules that introduce a change into the DNA. So, um, Part of it is, is an enzyme and how, I don't know how good you were with biology, Peter. I wasn't that great. So I had to look up some of these, um, some of these terms and, um, but the enzyme is the Cas9. So that's, that's what the enzyme and it basically acts as a, as a molecular scissors that can cut two strands of DNA at a specific location in the gene. So, um, and then the other piece is the RNA, which yeah. is the, you know, we've, we talked about the transport, the guide RNA. And so, essentially how this works is um, the guide RNA will go out there and find this specific sequence of, you know, letters. Remember, it was like the A, T, G, and I think there was one more. A U? I don't know. <laughs> It's terrible that I don't know. It's
0: it's a guide RNA that goes out and finds that DNA section.
1: Yeah. So basically, it finds that specific section that you're targeting. The Cas9 system binds to it and then snip snip cuts out the... Let's say it's a... um, Let's say it's some kind of a disease or some kind of virus. Cuts that out of the DNA and then leaves and your DNA will see, okay, there's there's something missing here so we need to reproduce it so it'll go back into that section where where it was cut out and it'll create or redo what was what was there in the first place and and hopefully fix it correctly now right and
0: just 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 to make everybody aware this isn't just from like uh I'm gonna say the word inception. I don't know if that's quite right the way, but this is this is altering existing living,
1: yeah, existing living organisms, right? Living organisms. So, like in theory, the the guide RNA will only bind to the target s- sequence um, and no other regions of the of the genome. So, you're gonna say, I want to go go out and find the cancer cell, and the cancer, not specifically, not even the cell, but specifically the genome of the cancer. Well, this CRISPR Cas9 system can really go in there, target that, cut it out, and then your DNA will repair itself with the correct you know, with the correct sequence not having the cancer cell in there. So that's that's in a nutshell what CRISPR is. It's it's a it's a crazy technology that that you can think of um you know, Think of this as an, an injection that you could potentially get. You go to the doctors and you'll get a you know a flu shot, for example. Well, you could go to the doctor one day in the future. And I think we'll talk about this a little bit more. Get an injection for breast cancer. The CRISPR system will find the breast cancer genes, cut them out, and your system and your body will automatically fix all the details and really make it make it where it corrects itself, and there's no no additional level of um, you know therapies and no chemo, none of that kind of stuff going on. So like this is really we editing at the source code, and if and source code is really it's a technical term that we use for a lot of like you know programs or games things like, like that,
0: like the the stuff. If you do, if you go in your web browser and you do a right-click, you'll see an option to view source. Yes. That, that looks at the source code of the web page, the code that makes up that web page.
1: Yeah. So CRISPR will basically edit the source code of your DNA. DNA. Yeah. <laughs> so... um it's, it's, a, it's a, like I said, it's a rabbit trail. Once I started digging into this a little oh bit. God.
0: I know, because you can just start jumping, 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 jumping. Yeah.
1: So, um, the interesting thing is this was developed by, well, let me back up a little bit. We're trying to figure out who owns the patent <laughs> to this technology. Okay. So, we've recently started oral arguments um, as of November of 2016 for who Really came up with this system and who owns the patent rights? Yeah. Um, and there's really two people that are that are involved in this. It's Berkeley's Jennifer Dudna yep. and MIT's Feng Zhang. I hope I'm pronouncing their names correctly, but um, they're basically presenting their case to the um, Supreme Court, or excuse me, to the Patent and Trademark Office, and uh, trying to make the statement of who really who really owns the the CRISPR-Cas9 system. Um I think what happened was just judging through some of the stuff that I've read here is uh Jennifer Dudna claimed basically that her work her work was the was the uh intellectual layout of CRISPR. Okay. So okay. like the concept essentially. Yep. But MIT's uh Zhang, he took it a step further and showed that it was possible to also edit DNA in human cells. And so this is where we're gonna have it's gonna be an interesting battle on who really owns the the property marks for this this amazing technology. <laughs> so yeah, so we'll we'll kind of we'll kind of keep an eye on that. I think it's it's gonna be an important um it's gonna be an important decision that gets made and and hopefully we'll be able to, um, not lock this thing down in a sense that it's going to be—you have to go through one person—but this can be a a useful tool that a lot of you know a lot of different uh, hospitals and different companies can can use to start going in and 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 uh, doing research on it.
0: And yes, oh. To to give everybody an idea of what so far this has allowed, um, given that this is a patent, I don't know exactly what that will look like. But the just to back up even a little bit further and talk just about mapping the human genome. So in order to find out what is the issue, right, or what DNA to cut, you kind of have to map the human genome. So I remember this. I don't know if you do search, but back in two thousand one, my science teacher was like, just thrilled, because we had first, the first human genome had been mapped. Yeah, so yeah, I remember that. I think it was like twenty thousand some genes we found. Out. Yep. Um, to give everybody an idea, that took a hundred million dollars for that one genome, and we had one genome mapped at that point in time. As of right now, the. Human genome, based on the guy that talked about that, says it's about it's about a thousand dollars. Wow! Which is which? you did the math, and if I am wrong in this, I apologize. But what I did is that's that's a ninety nine point nine percent decrease in cost. Uh, yeah, and uh, that that makes things um, extremely more because. Take that into t- put that in perception. Imagine if we had the human genome and it cost him a hundred million dollars and then CRISPR came along. Well, cool and exciting, but right. but uh, but that's that's still um, a very high cost. And and then you can finally like figure out what's wrong with you or what genes to maybe look at and stuff like that. Yeah, now imagine we have this, we have the blueprint of our body. And now CRISPR can come into into uh it's being. And just to put things in perspective, there's a company called The Odin. Uh The Odin. The Odin. Uh where they have created a do it yourself bacterial gene editing CRISPR kit.
1: Holy moly. Wow.
0: And the surge sees the price here. <laughs> just to give everybody an idea. This is $150. Now, this is not mean you're going to go and start editing your genes or anything like that. But what they are, ex- what what this company is excited about is the the fact that if you start putting this into the hands of people who quite honestly didn't even know how any of this really worked, or still struggled even with the DNA and the RNA stuff, right? He's like, this guy said he was this guy literally went from hardly knowing anything, just an just a little bit of interest to actually manipulate it and growing like things uh, within the matter of like three months, you know, or six months. And so, um, we what they were with this company and some other companies are really excited about is if we can get this in the hands of people to be able to do tests and almost say, "quote unquote," amateur tests. Yeah. Uh, we start to build the data rather quickly, though. It starts jumping. Yeah. Jumping quickly. I mean, everything we talked about with machine learning and AI in the past two episodes, imagine now machine learning to be able to go in. And not only did that machine learning help to reduce the cost of the human genome Mm -hmm. issue, but now imagine with all the data that could come from this to understand uh, what we can do with CRISPR. Yeah. Uh,
1: One thing I wanted to mention here is that we have companies like 23andMe. Have you heard of that, Peter? I'm not. Okay. So this is also kind of in the same lines. It's really not CRISPR specific but basically you can pay this company 200 bucks or their lowest tier is even a hundred dollars and they'll send you a kit um where you do your own dna testing and so you can find out things like um are you a carrier so do you have certain inherited traits of like let's say blue eyes um what's your ancestry what's your ancestry um how about your, yes. how about your wellness? And then even like, wh- who are your DNA relatives? So this is, um, this is kind of wild that you can, you can get this stuff at home and do it at the privacy of your home now for 200 bucks. That's, you know, I think we're going to see a lot more of these kind of companies and startups, um, and now take CRISPR and into the, add CRISPR to the, into the picture. Then we're going to start seeing a lot of, a lot of these tasks going on and, and really knowing that much more about each other and specifically our our dna's and 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 different things that we're exposed to i guess
0: yeah which 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 is the situation where for those of you listening for the first time and, and like hearing the fact about what CRISPR can do and um and i will just tell you in the previous episode, we were like really excited because this AI was battling um, this poker game, right? Did now. you know that it won? Huh? It won. It won. Yeah. Well, it was crushing everybody before. Yeah. So, it won everybody. I love it in the last episode. So, I'm doing this research and I look it up and in the past, I don't know, 12 hours, some big articles have started to come out that CRISPR now allowed us to create... Tuberculosis resistant cows.
1: <sighs> wow,
0: and um, yeah, it's and even that Jennifer uh, Duna, Yeah, Dunna. Yep. Yeah. yeah, there's a lot of videos of her talking about it because obviously she's kind of the gal that. Yeah. So uh, kind of started it, and at least for sure in her mind, um, she even said she was amazed at how easy it was. To, for people to start um, trying things, and yeah. she even said, "I want." And back in just uh, November 2015, um, at least that's when the TED Talk was published. It's probably earlier than that a little bit, but mm-hmm. she was saying we need to do a global halt a little bit before we start doing clinical trials of this stuff. Yeah, and and I, but by by a halt. It, what you're still saying is it is inevitable that we do we start doing this, so I love the fact that you brought up the like look at your look at your ancestry right yeah who you are yeah, right yep this, this is a way to almost remove remove that yeah well um kind of right if there's been an issue in your past by nature and you say we're going to like prevent that from coming or like, we're going to start addressing that
1: now. Like all my, all my, you know, let's just say, for example, like all my um, mom's side of the family has um, had breast cancer, right? right? You could potentially with CRISPR put a stop to it in your generation and going forward, which is just a crazy thought to think, you know, we're, we're developing so much, um, Different therapies for cancer and how do we fight that? And and we're I love that we're approaching it from many different angles because we find out more and more and more about cancer based on just research and diving into it. But um, going in here, this is crazy that you you're able to fix it not at the cell level but at the at the gene level, like even right. further. You know, um, I saw this article on the New Yorker. Well, and I'll just read this paragraph. It says, With CRISPR, scientists can change, delete, and replace genes in any animal, including us. Working mostly with mice, researchers have already de- deployed the tool to correct the genetic errors responsible for, for sickle cell anemia, mm. muscular dystrophy, and the fundamental defect associated with cystic fibrosis. So those are pretty heavy, you know, pretty heavy um, diseases that, that that we see nowadays. Um, and to continue here, one group... Had has replaced a mutation that caused cataracts. Another has destroyed receptors that HIV uses to uh, infiltrate our immune system. So, like we're seeing that there's so much possibilities out there. Like the cataracts, that's 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 super interesting. That's you know uh, a thing with your eyes, right? So I've read also that CRISPR can potentially even cure um, color blindness. So, <laughs> you give you give somebody a shot of of CRISPR. They couldn't see specific colors before. Now they can. That's it. It's as simple as that. And you know it, it, it's crazy to think that that we're we're really at at the point where we could do that. Um, uh. A lot of the science that is happening is really. A, between the the U.S. and China, and so China Very is true. taking a lot of steps ahead of us, um, in ahead of the U.S. really in terms of getting trials out there, getting clinical trials, and and uh, it's it's crazy that they're moving so far ahead and moving so quickly because I think part of it is just really the moral, um, the moral thing that's hindering us from, and the ethics from hindering us from going really really deep into all right let's start let's start testing this on humans and so there there um i've seen of reports where people have actually been crispr has been used to treat people already in china with diseases it hasn't been widespread it hasn't been right like you know we're giving everyone this shot now but it's been used to actually treat people
0: And I think I remember reading some of that as well. In a sense, the treat, I'm not sure it completely cut it all out, at least right now. It hasn't cut it all out that we know of. But what it does is it enables the body to um, reproduce, let's say, the cancer-fighting genes and target um, the cancer cells a whole lot easier, right? Yeah. Yeah. So and cuz there's a part of me that's like, "boy, I can't imagine the pharmaceutical industry is really excited about this just because this this changes our whole your whole concept of how you deal with something. color blindness, I mean there were there were glasses that came out that like were yeah. to, to help people kind right. of see colors. right? Yep. And but that's treating the symptom. Right. This is like coming in and saying, "hey, issue no." <laughs> It's like turning the light switch off. Yeah. Not putting, changing the bulb or something like that. It is, uh, it's just, I don't know. It brings up so many things inside of me because this is one of those situations where you have the ability to do so much good. And the other side of this, and I think we need to address this and look, Let's address it. Is um one of the things that's come out is like this is a this is the blueprint for creating the the super soldier.
1: Yeah. Or I've heard transhumans. Transhumans. Yeah. I.
0: Well, because even right now we're talking we're talking about editing human DNA as we know it now. Yeah. Change that to. Is there some sort of variation here that we don't even quite understand as of this point? I'm sure. I'm quite yeah. honestly sure. So, yes. Anyways, it, this is something that is it's meant for you to chew on a little bit in some capacity. I recently was with some friends over the last weekend, and I knew I had this episode, so I, I started, <laughs> talking, started talking. I started always. talking about this, and they were just like blowing up, like, <laughs> like "What are you?" Ta-?
1: Um. If they didn't like it. They didn't like the didn't the like idea it. of CRISPR? Um,
0: partly because, this is probably going to have to tie into a new episode, but this also changes the concept of reproduction. Yeah. Oh. And the future of um, children. And uh, as, as CRISPR sounds like it can allow, it can't allow the concept of designer babies. Yeah. One oh, of the yeah. reasons Jennifer Doudna, and I, I don't know as much about the Zang, yeah, Shang. Shang guy. Um, uh, w- trying to get a patent on this is because to a certain extent they're trying to – I could be wrong, but th- this opens up the ability for the private sector to like find ways to make money off of it, which don't get me wrong. I'm not, I'm not against the private sector, but imagine somebody in with the, with, the, with the cheapness of everything we just talked about going out there and be able to
1: create like, hey, would you like your baby to look like X? yeah <laughs> uh it's like picking out um it's like picking out uh, your your appliances you know when you're building a house well do you want the do you want the stainless steel or do you want this and then do you want the you know like do you want what kind of flooring do you want I can totally see that where you know where you're sitting with a specialist and and they say, okay, we're gonna take your you know your fertilized egg mm-hmm. and what do you want the eye color to be what do you want the hair color to be? You know, what do you want um, other, like other traits? Like, do you want, you know, a, I don't know.
0: Well, in one sense, you'd be like, oh, well, this is like, we can find a way to take the best of the two of us. So like literally the best traits of my wife and I, we could create. Yeah. But it goes even deeper than that because it does. It's not just taking the best of you. You can say, Add in this thing that we've never had before. Every right. energy and pool.
1: Right. The other thing that I, you know, that I was thinking about while well, well, I'll do some, some of this research and it's really, it really comes down to ethics and I can, you can play it from two, two sides. So number one, let's say, let's, let's imagine this. Okay. We have a, a, a you know, a really cheap way to eradicate a disease is it then not ethical of you to say no to that right let's say we can get rid of aids or tb or cancer when does the ethics step into that
0: well at what point do you say oh like this is AIDS is AIDS is something we should get rid of yeah well let's say you keep getting rid of this stuff at what point do you say oh this obesity gene right right this slower metabolism gene right we need we need we need to eradicate this by nature you're 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 talking about like you're creating this uh, utopian of a body theoretically yeah that's um, what I
1: said it's 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 a trance I mean at a at a certain point if we keep going down this I think it's a slippery slope. (laughs) If we keep going down this, like at what point are we do we stop becoming like true humans? Well (laughs) what's what's
0: what's what's crazy to me is and this is where like it does like kind of challenge you a little bit. It's where you almost have to look yourself in the mirror and be like, if this keeps going the way that it goes, you and I are
1: the mistakes. Yeah, yeah. Like we have everybody that's born now is the mistake. We'll have a lot of the mistakes. And yeah, do we do we get shunned then? Do we get, uh, you know, how do we how how are we then perceived by the people that have had this CRISPR fixed, you know, all of our all of our issues?
0: Or going back to my original story, does that just make us more resilient in the end? Yeah. Like, I, I, I don't know. I don't. I don't know. Either, either way, let's say even with the issues that <laughs> all of us have right now, this still is the breakthrough. Yeah, to help prolong life and help fix those issues even.
1: And one one kind of side note here is is, is CRISPR is not foolproof at this point. No. Like we're still working on some of the kinks. I've it's seen um where we're seeing really some of the Cas9 is going in there and picking the wrong set of genes to cut out. And that actually caused cancer at certain points in these genes that they've tested. So um, we still got a long way to go before it becomes like this super laser pre- precision machine, I guess, what, where you can go in and, and say, find all the you know cancer genes and cut them all out. But it doesn't mean we're not getting there. I think we're getting there faster and faster every day. And so, um, yeah, that's, that's where I think we're, we're going to see a lot of, um, changes in medicine and changes in even ethics. Like I was telling you before, you know, outside of the episode, I was telling you, well, having a heart transplant, you know, a hundred years ago was considered like crazy. Like that was, yeah. um, you know, people people telling them, hey, we're going to have a point in their future where you're going to take a dead person's heart and put it in your heart and replace your heart with it, they would have said you're nuts. And now it's a miracle of science that you could do that. And so I think what's happened was the the ethics of that has evolved, right? From this is definitely bad, this is definitely wrong into, you know, excuse me, um, and two, now it's like, well, how, how, why would you not do that? You know, right? if you have the possibility to replace your heart and keep living, why would you not do that? And so are we going to see that kind of an ethics shift with CRISPR? Right. If well, you have the possibility to get rid of, um, you know, a weakness, a perceived weakness, I guess, in the human nature, Are we going to be judged for not doing that?
0: One way or the other. Yeah. yeah. For doing it or for not doing it. Yeah. Yes. So many questions. And the other side of this is, like I said, this has actually been out for a little while, for sure. This is kind of growing in popularity right now. But the nature of this is also one of those things where the morality and ethics of it all there's just not regulation on this right now. Yeah, well, I mean, they're fighting for a patent right now. So, um, even with that still up in limbo, you know, it's it's just I don't know. It's open for people to go around and maybe try stuff.
1: Yeah, I think we're it's gonna it's gonna heat up definitely. So um, we're gonna see a lot more things come out of CRISPR and what it can do. You've, so. heard,
0: you've heard it here first, people. At least some of
1: you. <laughs> Probably not first. Probably not first. but. So what's your future breakdown on CRISPR, Peter?
0: Well, I am definitely excited about the health treatment side of things. Okay. Um, when we're talking, it's funny you say, immunization, go in and edit things. I think that's the crazy part about this is the way that we've done immunizations in the past. This is like, instead of a shot of, I think, you know the disease that makes the yeah. body fight it, it's more like the shot that... That tracks cuts it out, cuts it out. Yeah, that's that's insane. Um, uh, one other thing that we didn't maybe highlight as much on on this is just uh, talking about the agriculture side of things. We talked about the TB resistant cows. Mm-hmm. That is big. Think about the the food supply of the world. Uh, one of the things I thought to myself is you could literally maybe create a tree or a a plant or a grain of uh food grain that could imagine something that could could survive and grow in the desert
1: yeah that could withstand all kinds of withstand all things that
0: yeah Mm -hmm. uh that to me is is exciting i've heard some other sides of that but as of right now i'm going to say that's actually really exciting to think about Uh, that changes the concept of food shortage pretty dramatically yeah uh genetically defined babies this is where you can go either way on this there's a part of me that is actually a little bit uh excited about that i, th- I think i think there's a lot of a lot of questions around that but the concept of being able to uh, to edit something that could be a potential hindrance from an early age uh it's is kind of exciting, isn't it? A little bit. I, I, don't, I don't know. It is. I think it is. Yeah. I, I, I mean, of course, the question is, is what is that issue? That's, yeah. that's one of my concerns. What, what do you consider an issue? Uh, and maybe that's just the 2017 version of what we know about ourselves and things like that that's talking right now. But, but yeah. And then also, uh, well, I talked about it. Yeah. Life in remote parts of the world. There's even some concepts, I think, people have talked about with CRISPR that might allow us to be able to live on different planets easier.
1: Hmm. Um, Yeah, where we can change our structure to, I don't know, take in nitrogen better or something like that. Yeah, Right, yeah, Yeah. exactly.
0: So concerns, uh, influence of humanity, this goes different ways. Doomsday scenarios, uh, potentially there's thought of like, what if North Korea created a bunch of super soldiers? Uh, <laughs> yeah. Another podcast that we are like uh, a Dan Carlin talking about uh, thermal nuclear. Yeah, I feel like that thing kind of changes the whole game. Still, of like a super soldier. I don't know that for sure, but let's. I'll just go there. Um, the other side of this, though, is one of the things that does concern me. I think that uh, This need to be talked about is the ratcheting up of a bio disease, a bio disease. Imagine instead of like we're editing ourselves, um, uh, we are now in a spot where we or somebody can edit a a like a uh, harmful
1: disease. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, make it even more potent. Make or something. it even more potent. Yeah, or exploit the weaknesses. Yeah, that are out there.
1: So. Or as a as a form of terrorism, bioterrorism, where you can then. Yeah, you know. That's yeah. In fact, like whole cities with, with something crazy that's gonna you know kill everybody in there. That's yeah. That's other, so,
0: and that's concerning because if a kit costs 150 bucks right now, yeah, it, it ramps things up quickly. So, Serge, what are you thinking?
1: Well, I am. I would say probably very cautiously optimistic on this. Um, I think that. um as we go further and further into exploring the the benefits and the possibilities that CRISPR can really do, we're going to come to let's just say a fork in the road, and this fork in the road is and the the path that we take is going to determine our future complete future as a s- as a human society and so mm-hmm. If we take one way where okay everybody gets everything fixed, you know, we 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 basically eradicate all known diseases on this earth. Um we I don't know, I I keep I keep sinking into this sliding like what's even this direction where you're sliding into this thing that you just you don't yeah.
0: know. Well, it's even hard as a positive person to look at this and say, "Oh boy, you you could go a direction here rather quickly, yeah, that doesn't seem good,
1: and again, um, I think one of your points was um classes of people, so do we start seeing two classes of people do we see like the like like us where we were born you know the the normal way genetically as we are, and then do you see a class of people that are perfect and completely you know like kind of like a stepford? <laughs> separate situation where you see these, these people that are just absolute, you know, perfect specimen of humans. Right. And that takes away the human element. Right. Because as a human, that, that the definition of human really is, you know, you have your faults, your flaws, you have your good things as well. Right. Um, yeah. And so do we, do we then become like some kind of a, mix in between a human and then something else. I don't know. That's, that's my big concern. The optimism part, um, to end on a a high loan, I think it's going to be great to wipe out some of these really just really terrible things like MS, you know? Um, yeah. Or,
0: or even treat people that have it. Yeah.
1: And so that's going to be a huge win. I think, um, But again, once we get to that fork in the road, once we get to that crossroads, we will have to be wise in terms of what direction we go as a human society. Because if we go down the wrong path, I mean, that changes everything and we can't go back. Like, you know what I mean? We won't be able to say, let's say a hundred years down the road, we went the wrong path. We're not going to start introducing... You know, diseases back into like stabilize our the humanity of of people. We're not going to do that. So no, I, I don't know. I just <laughs> I I think it's cool. I I'm I'm really excited for for a lot of the great um, breakthroughs that we're going to start seeing. Um, simple things getting cured, color blindness. Um, you know, all kinds of all kinds of different things, and so I'm looking forward to that. But always cautious about the other part too. So. Agreed. Yeah. Well, everyone,
0: thank you for listening to this episode. Yeah. Uh, By nature of this episode and everything that we're talking about, this is one of those episodes, as you can even tell, we're still even thinking about this as we're talking. Yeah, we are. And... For those of you that wanted to just have a normal day, we apologize. <laughs> <laughs> sorry for ruining your day. Sorry, sorry for making you contemplate things. Uh, but this is this is reality. Uh, this isn't something that I talked about the beginning of imagine that this is possible. This is becoming yeah a reality. And even in the sense of tests and things like that, I'm still figuring out it's not it's not foolproof yet for sure. But obviously, that will even start decreasing even more so as far as uh, issues and risks. Yep. So, anyways, stuff to be thinking about.
1: It is, for sure.
0: And we'd love to hear your feedback, though. Nonetheless, if you want to go out to iTunes and subscribe to the podcast or your your podcasting platform of choice. Yeah. I recognize there are a lot of you on Android. So listening to Stitcher. Um, those of you like myself who like the um, Overcast App on iOS. Um, anyways, we would love for you to subscribe to the show and get notified every time we have a new episode that comes up.
1: Yep. Yeah. And so also check us out on futurebreak.net. That's our website. You can kind of see all the episodes that we've done in the past. Um, and also, it's got a link to all of our social media. Um, we're on Twitter at futurebreakpod, P O D. So definitely give us a shout out. And uh, we'd love to hear questions from you. Um, if you guys want us to, do a story on something that that really is interesting on your end um we'd love to hear that too so absolutely yeah
0: and one other thing that we have not highlighted as much in the past i want to make sure we highlight for the end of this episode is we would love for you to join our mailing list on futurebreak.net yeah Yeah. and we are still in the process of, of understanding to be truthful what that list is going to contain what is going to be sent out to that list um, there'll be different versions of that down the road i'm sure but <laughs> but we are really i'm just going to say this i'm, I'm thinking you're going to want to be on that list yeah. for sure
1: we're going we're to definitely enhance and, and bring some really good perspectives into into your days right exactly all right
0: everybody thanks again for listening to this episode thank you all for listening for the first time if it was your first episode hope you stick around either way Hopefully we'll talk to you later.
1: Yep, have a coming
0: back and listening to us. We'll be talking to you later next week. So
1: have a magical day, everyone.
0: Take care.